Welcome to Reptile Fight Club. I'm Justin Julander, and with me, as always, is Chuck. What's up? Oh, hey, Justin. How are you? You didn't see me there, did you? <laughs> no. You just creeped in. You're so stealthy. You're so stealthy. What is up, man? Not much. Uh, things are good. Good. How about you? No crazy work schedules. Mm, no work has uh, work's been quiet. Nice. Very quiet. Nice. Yeah. Been treating me treating me right for a change. Oh, that is good. I'm getting very yeah. close to my trip to Costa Rica. So you know, go. Be- have you ever been? Have you ever been to Costa Rica? I have not. I have not been to Central America unless you're counting Mexico as Central America. I, I guess I kind of count that as North America. But yeah, so we're getting down into the heart of Central America. We're almost down to Panama, so you know, can't get much more further south. And you've been to Panama, right? I have been to Panama. I have been to Panama, Peru, Chile, wow. Costa Rica, uh, Cartagena. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Oh, very good. Been down that way. Yeah, you've yeah. traveled much, love it down much there. more I love extensively it. I, than I have in South and Central America. I love it down there. <laughs> it's cool. the best. Yeah, it's just. It's what do you like it's about great. it? Like, what's just I I just like the 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 culture, the mm-hmm. you know the 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 history, like the the nightlife is fun. Like, I just I had a good time. I mean, the, all the beaches are beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, just I mean, it's just I don't know. I just you yeah. know. I'm 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 very excited, but I'm I'm a little. What I don't like about Costa Rica is they charge per person for everything. So like I've got a group of I'm taking a group of you know my family. So I've got five or six people. Jake's not going, but everybody else is. Um, and then I've got my parents that are going. And so it's like if we want to do any tour, it's like fifty dollars a piece. So I've got to pay two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. They don't have like group rates or anything like that. Even some of the hotel rooms are like, yeah, twenty dollars per person per night. I'm like, gosh, dang it! So that means like I can get an Airbnb for you know, that much per night and have the whole thing. You know, we don't have to share. You know, and it's not just one room. It's the whole. You know, there's a kitchen and all that kind of stuff. So I'm a little like uh, I'm going to lose my shirt on this trip, but. It should be good. <laughs> I just need to I mean, not, not think about it too much because I'm kind of a penny pincher anyway. Thanks, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, when we were there, uh, I, I watched a group of taxi drivers rob uh, a couple of guys from the boat. Oh, wow. So don't, litter, don't literally lose your shirt and don't take valuable. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't, go flash, don't go flashing your expensive stuff uh-huh. uh, in Costa Rica was the lesson that <laughs> really? I learned. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like it was like five cabbies. They all just like stopped. That these guys were in a cab. They all stopped. The cabbies robbed them and (laughs) took off. Wow. Yeah. Well, I won't have much to rob. I guess that's the good news. There you go. You'd be like, no, the hotel. Here you go. My money. Forty (laughs) dollars. Good job. Like you see how many people I'm with. You know how they charge around here. You picked the wrong people. (laughs) Go find that guy by himself. He's got extra cash. (laughs) <laughs> We're going to be down in the Osa Peninsula, which is exciting. Although you can't go into Corcovado National Park without a guide. Like you have to have somebody take you into the park. You can't just pay the entrance hmm. fee and go inside. So that's kind of uh, different than I'm used to, I guess. And um, But we are going to be staying in some pretty cool places kind of close to the forest. So 
we should uh, be able to do some hikes in primary forest or, you know, at least get in there somehow. So should be good. Eh. Yeah. You'll be okay, oh, yeah. man. Tourist tourism has its price, <laughs> right? Like they they know how to they gotta they gotta they gotta do their tourism yeah. for oh man for themselves. Ashley so. sent me the most uh, photo of the most beautiful eyelash viper, just this bright yellow eyelash viper that she found. So I'm excited. Hopefully, uh, we'll see some of that good stuff, some of the good nice. herbs down there. She just uh, yeah. today she sent me a picture of a basilisk that's in her bathroom or something or in the kitchen or something what? just hanging out on no the wall shit. up in the you know it's this big male brown basilisk looks pretty cool so i'm excited that's about pretty that. cool and then she found some kind of vine snake uh, eating a lizard you know, like on the side of the road you know so she's in some good good air a good area for herps and um hopefully the time of year won't ruin it too much i mean i'm sure we'll see something but I think it's not the best time of year to go over, but we're not going necessarily on a herp trip, but we will do, be doing yeah. a, a guided tour kind of evening and night that is, just kind of focuses on finding animals. So um, hopefully I can kind of Sick. see, you know, learn from them at a herp out there and then kind of do my own thing, you know, in different areas or something. But I don't know. We'll see I how it goes. Sneaking. <laughs> Justin goes sneaking off in the dead of night. Yeah. What what I uh, am worried about is I don't speak Spanish. I wish I spoke Spanish. So yeah. I'm, That's, I'm not sure how dude, we're going to get along. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that is such a that is such a clutch thing you to speak have Spanish? somebody with or, you. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't. But you had but I got I got that, yeah, we yeah. always had we I I had somebody with me who totally yeah. spoke Spanish and it was it makes a world of difference. Yeah. It makes a world of oh, difference. Oh yeah, on that trip to Mexico so. my buddy's fluent, so I just point at him if somebody asks me yeah. questions like, No habla <laughs> check with this dude. Yeah. yeah. And and I mean it's cool. Like, you know, I, I, I like to I mean I don't speak very good Spanish. I try to speak as much Spanish as mm-hmm. I can, but yeah. Um, but like, you know, communicating, uh, reasonably in a foreign country, (laughs) I'm not there yet. Yeah. Not there yet. Well, I'm an idiot dude. In like middle school and and high school, I took French. Uh I'm like, why did, that's so stupid. (laughs) Like, why did I take French? Like, well, French and Spanish are pretty close, aren't they? Like they're same kind of root, but. Yeah, but. More difficult. I could have just taken Spanish, which. Well, yeah, and I mean, I, I well, I took German, but and I lived in Germany, so that helped out. But um, well, yeah. at least that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Like, I never went to go live in France, yeah. so it just seems kind of dumb in hindsight. We're going there know? next year. You can come be our our uh, interpreter. I've got a meeting in France next year, so <laughs> nah. But uh, I. My girls. I don't know if I'd be good. I would just use the word bourgeois a lot, and I, that's not even. I don't even know why. I just... uh, my daughters are fluent in two of my my two youngest daughters are fluent in Portuguese. So you would think Ooh, that would that's come good. more handy with Spanish. Like it'd be close enough, but they yeah they don't understand. Yeah, Spanish. so so they should talk to my grandfather, who's yeah. he's he's fluent in Portuguese. Oh, cool. So yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, my youngest is pretty bold with using her Portuguese. If she ever hears it, she'll just go right up and start talking to whoever. But, talking uh, to somebody. Yeah, yeah, Grace yeah. is not so. Well, it's, it's uh, yeah, amazing. but it's one of those things where, like, if you find somebody who speaks Portuguese, you got to go up and talk yeah, to them, right? Yeah. Like, you know what, what I mean? What I do That's to German like, speakers in, like, national parks yeah. and stuff. It's about the only place you run into them is, like, in Zion or somewhere in a <laughs> national park. You'll see German tourists. <laughs> Justin just goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just walks up. Pardon me, <laughs> but all in all in German, yeah, in a, with a bad English <laughs> accent or something, the American yeah. accent. Well, um, yeah, anything exciting going on in your herp world? I uh, I started pairing stuff up, so we'll see. Uh, nice, yes, yeah, so at least the stuff I really want to produce this year. So I've got one project. I won't mention it because I don't want to jinx it, but hopefully I get some eggs out of that certain project. Um, yeah, I think I know my, said project. <laughs> my most anticipated pairings for the year, so that uh, would be huge. That'd be good, yeah. Um, and it's starting to get Will cold be- here. It snowed on us, you know, so we're we're getting some. I'm I'm excited You're- to leave the country and get down into some yeah. tropical areas. You know, it's it's been uh, yeah. It snowed today, and we it was it, I was kind of fortunate because I walked over to Heidi's office to eat lunch. And it was sprinkling a little bit, you know, a little bit of rain. And then um, I get to her office and and everybody's staring out the window and like the wind is blowing sideways and there's, you know, snowflakes coming down and like people are walking and getting blown around and, and, you know, it's uh, covered with snow or whatever. So crazy. Yeah, it's northern. It was upper 80s. It was upper 80s uh, earlier this week, man. (laughs) Oh man! What is is going on? Yeah, Yeah, that's how. I mean, that's how it is. Like, it's not uncommon for it to be really warm on Halloween Mm -hmm. here. So, yeah, you know, I like every year. I'm like, why? Why is it still so warm? And I'm like, oh yeah, you know, next to Mexico. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, and it's 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 usually not until like we usually. I mean, it usually starts to cool off, you know, around October timeframe. But we usually have one, at least one or two kind of heat events in in that Mm -hmm. month where it's like, oh yeah. I, I forget every year yeah. it's you know not until November and December do we really cool off. Well, and that's I mean that's the thing about up here too is I mean it could snow one day and it could be low eighties the next day you know mm-hmm. it just depends. Yeah. And it snowed on Halloween before here you know we've we, that's not uncommon for here either to have a little bit of snow so. Yeah, uh, snow on Halloween here would be extremely <laughs> yeah, weird. I can imagine. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, uh, it's fun. I'd be wanting some of my money back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do pay a premium to live live where it's warm all year. Stupid, <laughs> uh, dude. It's getting crazy. getting bad. It's getting. Tell bad. me about it. All everybody's fleeing your state into my state. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, <laughs> you can keep them. <laughs> yeah, we, I think we probably will have no choice about that, and all our property taxes will rise, and you know, yeah. it's all fun. All fun and games till somebody's taxes go up. <laughs> yeah. My, uh, well, uh, the Californians would be like, "Well, you're so lucky to have yeah. us." <laughs> <laughs> on our on Heidi and my trip to Yellowstone, we saw a car that had California plates and a message on the window that said, "We're not from California. This is a rental. <laughs> you know, please stop harassing exactly. us." Kind of thing. <laughs> like, People throwing milkshakes and shit yeah, you at your just car. Put a note in your window so people stop harassing you. Nah, it's not a good time to be from California, apparently. Yeah, at least in my, Wyoming. 
or month. And- my cousin, my cousin moved up to Portland mm-hmm. uh, years back, and uh, he for, for a while he was sending me. He was sending me disparaging messages with pictures of people with giant chargers, <laughs> uh, stickers on the back of their car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's it's kind of the same kind of the yeah. same uh, vein, but yeah, uh, good times. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know. Yeah, it's just one of those wind down times. I've got I've got pictures of my inlands. I just need to get them up for sale. I've got you know and start mm. alerting the list that they're up and available and. I guess it's a race to see who wants them bad enough. I guess, but we'll see if they see if everybody who is so interested, you know, disappears or if they if they actually sell and they're moved out. But I think I've identified my holdbacks. I think I have a couple that I really want to hang on to. So, and I need nice. I need a couple what, nails. Real red or um, no, not not really red. More I I like that blue gray color, but uh, maybe. You know, I don't know. I, I that's the hard thing too is I haven't. I thought you had told me. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because I swear that we had had this conversation that you were kind of trying to breed more red into your inlands and and because and because I, I thought I I had I don't know. Maybe I'm. Am I tripping? Am I? You're totally am I crazy? tripping, man. I don't know. I mean, wow. they have, mine okay. might have a little bit of red, but not a ton. Like, I don't know. There's other projects with red. Oh, well, I, I produce hypobrettles. So I've got some hypobrettles yeah. that are looking pretty nice. You know, they're nice. Uh, so, I'll be putting those up for sale too once I get them. They they hatched out a little later than the inlands, and still working on yeah. getting getting them to have five meals and feeding reliably i still have a cup like two or three holdout males that just won't eat on their own there i've been assist feeding them or helping them of the bread like inlands but everybody else is eating inlands. eating readily and reliably so i also have a couple nice. of jungles too that are starting to color up i've got one really crazy like pinstripey zebra looking thing that's pretty sweet looking so the male is like it? a stripe line animal, and yeah, I'm keeping that one too. So, I've got a nice, weird, patchy, you know, like got some irregular um, blotching on it. So, yeah, good stuff. It's fun to nice. fun to hang on to stuff to see how it colors up and stuff. But I, I'm just like I need the room, so I got to move some stuff as well. Can't keep twenty carpets. <laughs> No, dude, and, and that's the worst. That is like the worst part, man. I swear, yeah. it's like I hate selling. <laughs> like I know. Well, stuff, and, and that's the thing that. And, and you're like, ooh, oh, I can't let this go. Ooh, ooh I can't let that yeah. go. And then you're like, oh my god, I can't keep all yeah. this. Like, what am I doing, yeah, dude? Exactly. Like, exactly. Uh, it, it, it like gets out of hand so yeah. fast, and then you're like, and then it's like one, like just coastals or like just you yeah. know you're like oh my god this is just one you know one, <laughs> one species or whatever yeah. and i'm like I, I got i got other plans going on here and i'm like gonna be overwhelmed mm-hmm. you know i don't even i i, I think mcintyre is a freaking maniac like i i don't know how he does it dude <laughs> yeah. like right i would be completely overwhelmed uh, if i was that guy yeah. i just hold on to way too many things but I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to let them go sometimes, but I I don't know. That's I really like the stuff I keep, so I don't mind yeah. seeing it stay around for a little while. But you know, once it starts to 
get too large for the enclosures, then it's like, well, you know, now it's got to move or, you know, we, I guess I have some larger guess, enclosures that I can put I, in. I guess, I guess I will say on the other side of that, holding on to nice stuff, if you do need to get rid of it, is probably easier oh, yeah. than holding on to everything and trying to get That's rid of it true. later. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, But you usually don't get you know very good much out of an older animal even though you probably should you know it's like you raise it up for a few years it colors up all crazy nice and then i don't know yeah who knows i'm not the best businessman so i guess people can no take advantage of me and get some really nice animals for a good deal but <laughs> yeah i definitely don't do it for the money yeah oh good times you ready to fight? We have anything else? Okay. About? Oh, what was it? No. I was going to mention something. Uh, that was, that's probably it. I don't know. Buy the book? Yeah, you can buy a book if you want. Uh, <laughs> a book book. Yep, a book book. Um, yeah, there's there's been some good books released lately. Uh, Scott and Ty Ipers. I need to pick up a copy of that. I should probably contact them. Uh, I'd, I'd like to get a copy of that, even though I don't keep a lapids that's the only thing that where it's like i'm not gonna keep them and but it would be fun to learn about them but you know yeah i need to do that i guess yeah i, I mean yeah i'm sure <clears throat> i sent off uh I, well nick's sending the copy to scott so he should get a copy of the book through nick and we just kind of divided nice. up the the free copies because we didn't get the chance to have a case shipped over to australia so we had to uh ship them from us and it's expensive to ship the books over to australia luckily um some of the guys that are getting free books were nice enough to you know ship a few copies on so i could ship four at a time at the, oh that's yeah, cool. the yeah, flat yeah. rate so really nice of those good. guys matt somerville i mean he's just a stand-up dude so <laughs> i yeah. really want to hurt with that guy he's the master herper. yeah dude that's yeah. like yeah, one of these. That's like getting to party with Tom Selleck. Hell yeah, man! <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> All right, well, let's let's fight. So, this is a uh, suggestion uh, that was uh, suggested by an Australian guy named Cam Candy, and Cam works at a zoo, right? And he was uh, giving somebody kind of a behind-the-scenes tour or something like that. And he got out a bearded dragon for him to kind of check out or whatever. And the person touring was like, oh, that's oh, that's gross. That's much uglier than mine. Mine's, you know, beautiful, this color or that color. And he get that bitch-ass bearded dragon out of here. Yeah, so he, he thinks that maybe it was like one of those reduced, what are they called? Like the silkies, or not the silky, but what's the hep form of silky, like the leatherback or something like whatever yeah you're asking the wrong guy i I don't know those bearded dragon morphs either i haven't i i I haven't done bearded morphs or haven't done bearded dragons for a very long time but so they they didn't want to see a wild type because they kept a morph so that's kind of the impetus for this discussion is do morphs detract from you know people's appreciation of reptiles or do they add to it yeah so, hmm. an interesting topic for sure. Uh, let's go ahead and flip a coin. You ready? Think you're going to get it this time? I don't know. Yeah, I don't I've been know. kicking your trash this season. That's tails. 
It's heads again. Oh, you heads. suck, man. I'm just, I'm just. Uh, it's back to me again. I guess you, you had a good streak there for a while. That was pretty uh, entertaining, but that has ended. Yep, now. one can always tell when Justin's winning because he's rubbing it the <laughs> fuck in. <laughs> Hey, you gotta take it when you take a win when you can. I guess. I guess. I guess. Hey, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, you I, rubbed I, it in the bed. I, you're well. right. No, <laughs> okay. I, I I was just about to own my own shit. Just just yeah. I I was getting there. Yeah, that's fair. It's fair. Okay. You're well, right. I I deserve it. I'll, just because I'm a good winner, I'll take the uh, morphs. <laughs> morphs enhance our appreciation of. of oh my god. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. All right. Well, um, but I'm going to let you go first because I'm a gentleman. I I don't know why anybody thinks that morphs enhance anything. Uh, I think think they're, you know, they're like the the shiny thing that distracts, like a car wreck. They're like a car wreck. That you see while you're driving down the road that takes your eye off of what you're what you're doing driving the car and then you crash into the person in front of you. I think that's a that's a that's a a good analogy for how I feel about morphs. Um, I yeah, I think anybody who's 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 been, you know, I think uh, the Podfather kind of comes to mind as somebody who, you know, was very, very into morphs. And, you know, I mean, you, the morphs are like, you know, some of them are cool looking. And but but, you know, I mean, the the the, the flashiness takes away from, um, you know, people's appreciation of the natural history and, the you know, some of the behaviors of the animal because they're solely focused on a cool paint job and you know i think again you just go back to carpets and we i don't know how many times we got to say this but there is just plenty of examples of very very finely bred you know wild type animals that that just kill any kind of a morph and you know i mean it's like how many times do you need to see a freaking white snake of a different species or an albino snake of a different species or melanistic or a hypomelanistic, you know, like I, it's just, it's it, to me, it's kind of like all the same crap in a different species. And it's like, Oh, we're going to go through this whole thing again where it's just like, Oh, it's worth so much money because this new mutation came out. No, it's not a new mutation. It's just a mutation that's found its way into another species, just like the other. Go, go, you know. If if morphs are your thing, keep all pythons then, where they've, you know, they've really unlocked the genome and they're doing all these combinations. But leave carpets alone, you know. Like, like, can't, can't, can't carpet morphs just die on the vine? Anyway, all right. I digress. Back to you. Well, in the studio. <laughs> Why don't you tell us how you really feel? <laughs> I mean, I I've, I've started to. I just didn't want to let it all go at once. <laughs> I know. I don't think your listeners could handle it all at once. <laughs> I'm sure some people's heads are exploding right well, now. For the old man with the kids on his lawn, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, I would say, like, okay, so if you're given the choice of keeping a bright yellow and black jungle carpet or a brown and beige like fresh out of the wild you know imported 
wild caught snake. I think most people are going to take that flashy, beautiful snake. And, you know, say, say they both came out of the wild. You could find one that was, uh, would, would, I, I would, I would say that is, is a morph to some extent, right? You know, whether it's a simple genetic trait or whether it's been line bred or whether it's has an adaptive advantage or something, people are going to take the thing that they like to look at. Right. And so I think that kind of applies to a lot of morphs is they want to see something different. They want to see something new. Now I would, I would say that there is a difference between like the the morph pyramid scheme game type aspect of it and just a nice morph like um i think some morphs are are maybe more subtle like you look at some and you're like that just looks like a wild type that doesn't look any you know like a yellow belly ball python or or you know some of these uh more more subtle morphs that may like a super form is white but the het form (laughs) is or, or you know the incomplete dominant form is like eh you know it just looks a little little bit different than the normal so i guess if if you're just wanting something to look nice to look at you know and you don't care if it's you know what the price is if it's a cheap you know like a pastel ball python or something you just like to look at it i think that's reasonable i think you know we want to be excited about something in our collection um I, you know, of course, I prefer wild types over morphs, but I also want to get the best looking example of a wild type I can. So I guess I'm not completely free of guilt in that regard. You know, nobody's wanting to pick just the run of the mill wild type. Yeah, but you're, 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 you're pigeonholing wild type animals into this like, oh, the jungles are all brown and. Ugly no, no, and that's shit. There, no, there's, there's plenty of wild type sure. stuff that comes out that's just absolutely slamming, and and you know, so you can you can you can divvy this up and say that oh the the morph pyramid scheme is separate from the morph you know having morphs and the morph pyramid scheme is just the the end, the human end result of 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 the perversion of of wanting something that is you know weird or or like you know yeah somehow somehow I don't know better than I I don't even know I don't even can't even use the word better because it's not better it's not yeah it's just it's just different just I, I don't get it yeah, yeah but 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 to me like the money that comes out of morphs is like the the, the that's like the last roadblock before the car goes off the cliff kind of a thing <laughs> well, you know what I mean but you're still yeah. you're still in a dirt road with a flat tire running towards the edge <laughs> of the cliff when you're talking about morphs you know what I mean like I, I just. I don't get our fascination with saying, oh, this animal that has genetic defects, genetic mutations, which oftentimes are not good. They have other issues. Sure. You know, when, when you have perfectly good, you know, healthy wild type animals that can be fantastic. Yeah, some of them aren't great. But you know what, man? Like, it, it, again, it, it goes back to the the shit that really grinds my cloaca, and and it's like people want to focus on people want to focus on you know oh 
you know, I, I, I don't care about this. You know, I don't care about uh, uh, mutts or, you know, integrates because they're not worth anything. And it's this that's the same kind of thing where it's like you're not appreciating that animal that's in front of you because you're you're concerned with the name. You're concerned with the lineage, the the the. the so you're you're taking the preference. Yeah, you're taking some type of artificial preference over the animal that's in front of you and it's the same it's the same issue as as taking the the wild type versus the morph you're taking this perceived preference you know uh, uh that that's that's been artificially constructed and and repackaged in different you know in different species over and over and over again and for some reason that's that's what's the valuable you know and and if there was ever a, if there was ever a worse mental construct for valuing nature and and the animals that we have that us people who like to herp and go out and like go to Australia and go and see these things if we could pick any worse of a of a, of a of a construct to take these animals that we take out because they're mutated and they don't look like any you know they they look like animals that get picked off and aren't found in nature like it just you know it it detracts it detracts away from the things ecologically that should be important to us and 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 both of you really have a passion for 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 you know the snakes that you purport to love well, why does the morph have to be the why is the the morph the, the 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 driver of the bus and and all of the you know wild type animals are in the back you know getting getting beat to sit down you know i don't get it i don't i don't that doesn't that doesn't like I don't understand why that is, and 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 the only thing that I can think is it's because the car is going over the cliff because money's involved, and you know they've they, somebody has kind of like taken a, a what happened with ball pythons. Oh my god, we can make so much money in this, and oh, you can get all these weird things, and people freak out and like, oh, you can make all these combos, and everyone's a mad scientist, and you can plug it in, and it just totally takes away from what is great about. You know the 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 snakes that we we all care about their their behaviors their habitat you know their their natural variation like you know and and for for freaking Pete's sake there's different uh, you know there's different color phases and different types of naturally occurring you know genetics that are happening you don't have to take the extreme form. Of albinism or, or lucism or, or melanism that, that comes out, and yeah, you know, I just like those things are fine, but I just think it's a it's a you know it's an error in thinking. Yeah. Well, and and I think I mean it it doesn't necessarily have to be all one you know one or the other way. I think you can still have an appreciation or, or excitement for a, a novel look in a morph. And at the same time, appreciate the wild type. I mean, you invoke the name of the Podfather, and I think he's a great example, right? That he was really into morphs and really having buying all these different morphs, and he still has quite a few morphs. But he's also now gained a greater understand or appreciation for the wild types, and and I think one of his uh, points was really well taken. That um, you know, morphs are kind of like. 
they they're the show, right? So if you have like a flashy morph, you can keep it in a barren cage and just have like the morphs, you know, that that makes the visual appearance and and everybody ex- gets excited about that. But if you have a wild type, you know, you want to set it up in a naturalistic cage to show kind of how it blends into its natural environment or that that it looks really cool on the rocks or on the branches or whatever, you know. So I think uh you can you can develop and, and maintain an appreciation for both. I don't think there's any real problem with that. Now, you know, we might we might differ in opinion and some people some people are really excited about albino morphs and you know they there's some there's a couple that might look okay, but for the most part they don't look anything near as great as the wild type with the contrast. You know, I like black and you know, yellow or black and different color shades of red or something, some kind of contrast um, rather than just a unicolor or near unicolor snake, you know. So, I mean, the the albino carpets look kind of cool. They, they get kind of that orangey and kind of more contrasty orange or yellow on, on white, which, you know, is pretty cool look. But, uh, you know, I definitely would rather have a, a wild type uh, than an, an albino, but if you can have both, why not? You know, it's just kind of well, adds another layer I mean, to it. You know, firstly, all hail the pod father, but <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I, I just, I think that, you know, I, 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 you know, I get it. I mean, I've got a pair of albino variegata. They're, they're cool. Like I, I, I do, I do, I, I don't, my issue is not with, a morph in particular or whatever. My issue is with morphs, the, the morphs at large and, and, and how we allow a group of snakes to, to obscure our perspective. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think the Podfather was a good example of somebody who, you know, he was all about, the 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 bright yellow Ferrari and now he's like you know what man I I'm I'm cool with classic muscle cars right mm-hmm. like yeah I I can still look at a, a Ferrari and be like that's nice but I I think you know I have an appreciation for the history and you know the 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 place where American muscle was born right like <laughs> so you know I I think I think that. I, I think that this, this is one of uh, an idea of kind of the hearts and minds of reptile people, right? Mm-hmm. You know, um, and 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 I, I think that you know the morphs are kind of the like the short term gain yeah. versus kind of the long term, you know, kind of kind of way to to view things. And I think most people who come in they they look at they 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 are captivated by the short-term gain Mm -hmm. but they stay for the long-term love right and and um and and i guess you know it's one of those things where you kind of have to like get in it to realize that but at the same time it's like most people who are in it long enough are like yeah why was i why was i so enthralled 
when there's so much other, you know, stuff or like even going out herping and finding stuff in the wild. Like, like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it's, it, there's, there's kind of, there, there's an evolution to it, but, but at the same time, like, I guess my, my thing is, um, is it, it is, is the way we view that in that evolution, is it necessary? Like, you know, is it, is it the value system that we place on morphs and, you know, does, so, so eventually people appreciate the wild type animal, right? But, but they have this evolution to get there. And, and, and if we didn't appreciate morphs like we do, would there be that evolution or would people, you know, it's kind of like, you know, doing soul searching until you find your bliss. And what if you could find your bliss so much faster um, without, you know, having to sort through all of the... And I don't know, man. You know, maybe that's one-sided old man, get off my lawn, I'll hit you with my shoe. Uh, Chuck talking. Um, and, and, you know, uh, maybe some people's bliss is morphs. I don't know. Yeah. But I, I see more people, you know get into morphs then get out of morphs and i see people get into morphs and stay into morphs yeah for the long term you know i i just i've seen the evolution of the keeper long enough to you know to to know that the 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 morph thing isn't isn't the lasting thing that you know yeah, anchors people into. This. I, I think you know the the fact that 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 evolution does occur quite a bit, where people get all excited about morphs and then they kind of get out of them and move towards the wild types and herping and yeah. things like that. I think that's pretty common, and and that speaks to kind of. I mean, it is kind of tiring to to be chasing in the morph game, you know, because if you don't get the or all, or, or investing all yeah, this money yeah. and then never being able to like, re, like, wait, what? It, it's only worth this much now. Like yeah. I, but I put all this money in like you're chasing this stupid. Yeah. It's like, you're, you're like, Oh, I, I'm done with this escalator. And, and it's kind of like a flash in the pan, you know, it kind of comes and goes pretty quick. You, you have yeah. to, and, you know, it depends on the species and, and the morph that you're dealing with. Some stay, viable for a very long time like a piebald or something like that piebald ball. or you find out some of them are have issues yeah. that you know and you, or, you, you know you're like, oh, money into it and then they're gonna yeah kind of it never it never breeds for you or, or it have, sucks or yeah, yeah some it's, weird quirk to it, it yeah it, there's just so many aspects to it where it's just it, you know to me it's just like such a a detractor in so many different ways um, that that I just kind of am like, ugh, and and you know, especially in carpet pythons, yeah. like I'm just like, why, yeah, why do we continue to hang on to morphs, mm -hmm. and you know, why is it so like, you know, and and I think you know, man, I, I mean, I think I think you and Nick have done a good job in the book, and 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 slowly, kind of, you know. Slowly but surely, I think between NPR and 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 the more complete carp python, like that that kind of mantra of of morph, kind of turning the corner, and and just the amazing diversity, and you know, 
the the different looks you can get out of carpets and that you that that you know it's not just captive bred carpets where you're like what is this oh i don't know because you could go to a wild type and if you didn't know what it was or where it was found you would have a hard time identifying it because it doesn't fit into what your mental you know thing of like oh that's what a jungle is or that's what a coastal is or that's what a you know uh a a variegata is like you know i i think that there's enough diversity in there and enough coolness to keep everybody occupied um where you know but I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, you know, and I think that, too, if if you know the value is taken away, and and that's kind of what eventually happens with morphs, at least the base morphs. You know, you might have have more value on a multi gene animal, but if the value goes away, are you still keeping it? You know, do you still want to look at that and enjoy its beauty or whatever, and keep it regardless of the the price affixed to it? And and I think that's kind of. You know, if you can appreciate a morph for what it's worth, but also appreciate, you know, where it came from and the wild types and things like that, I I don't see any harm in the morphs. You know, if you're not necessarily like in it just to make a quick buck or the, you know, you got, you bought into the whole pyramid scheme, which I think a lot of us kind of got caught up in, in the excitement of producing new morphs or, or seeing the latest, greatest craze or, or, you know, that kind of thing. And, and thinking, but, but I do think, you know, that the, the idea of um, mixing different combinations and getting patterns and colors that nobody's seen before in a carpet or in a ball Python or whatever, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's it's another level or a different level of enjoyment that you know I'm not going to fault anybody for. Let me ask you this though: if you just take the 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 monetary part of it out, right, where you're like, okay, multi gene animals will hold their value longer because they have more genes. There's been more work that's been put into them to get them to there. You know, it's like all that to put all that part aside. If you just take something new, something that's new, oh, I'm all excited if this new thing is out. Once the newness wears off, how long? I mean, even if it's a multi-gene animal, maybe its value stays higher, but are people as excited about it? So the excitement that I always hear in in stuff is always in the, well, this new company, you know, the, the, the... um, Brian Kabilka's everything he's doing Justin. because it's all new. It's all or just sorry, <laughs> Justin Kabilka. I was like looking the at names you I can remember. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so, so like a lot of his stuff is new and it's it's crazy looking and so it's like right on everybody's you know the tip of everybody's mind. But you know, there's stuff that's like you know what was last year's or two years ago's combos who you know are they still you know maybe some of them maybe some of them not like i guess the point i'm making is it's like the newness that people are chasing the rareness Mm -hmm. the oh this is there's only five of these or oh this is the first time this has ever been produced and once once that shit wears off people are like meh yeah I don't know. That, How much is it worth? I would buy into it, but not for that much. I'd wait till it gets to this. So it's really, it's really about, it's really about the rarity of it and like the, the, the mystique and the, you know, the, the, the newness of it. And once that shit wears off, I think people are apathetic. That's, to the, it, that's you know? the same thing with anything. I mean, that's the same thing with wild types. If you've got, you know, some uh, Bolin's python and then all of a sudden they start importing Bolin's by the thousands and they're worth 200 bucks. Are you going to be that excited? 
excited about your bowling pythons when everybody I, I don't can know be, though, man. I think a lot of people buy things for the wrong reasons. And you know, I don't I, I don't know that we're necessarily talking about buying morphs for the wrong reasons because you can appreciate a morph whether it's worth something or not. But if you know and that's why I say, you know, with that caveat, if you're chasing the game, if you're just trying to make money and you're getting the latest, greatest morphs that people are interested in so you can make a quick buck then, you know, I, I mean, yeah, maybe you're a businessman and that's what you're into it for is, is the business side or making money off of snakes. You know, for me, that's not my cup of tea, but there are some morphs like a piebald or something that I wouldn't mind keeping or, or a, you know, a pastel sugar ball python that I don't really care how much it's worth. I, I just like looking at them and they look nice, you know, when they're older and stuff. So it's it's worth having them around. And, and I think there are some carpet morphs like that. I, I mean, like I said, I can appreciate a, an albino Darwin or a zebra jungle or you know, something like that for their, for their looks. And, and I've got some and I, you know, enjoy looking at them and, 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 but it, I don't think it's because they're worth anything because right now they're not really worth more than a wild type, you know, a, an albino or a zebra are, are basically the same cost, you know, maybe $50 more than the, the wild type or whatever we call a wild type as far as jungles go, you know, so I, I think it's just the motivation, you know, and I think people mature and they grow out of like they realize, OK, I'm not going to be the next big breeder. I'm not going to have the the, you know, miles of aisles like Brian Barczyk or something. I'm, but but I'm don't you feel don't you feel really like like and enjoy and I'm not going to worry about the value or perceived value of the animal. But don't you feel like um, now that zebras are, you know roughly the same price as, as normal jungles that, that maybe they're, they're where they should be. And people yeah. now they they'll like them. People will spend the extra, you know, couple hundred bucks or a hundred bucks or whatever to get the zebra because that's what they like. And, and it, it's, but, but when you have this gross disparity between the zebra morph and the jungle, yeah. um, you know, that, that, that's where the issue is because people are focused on the wrong part of the sure. thing it's it's the thing because it's worth a lot not the thing because it's cool yeah. and 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 my whole thing is like if 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 we didn't have this pyramid scheme i would have a lot less of an issue with morphs i guess because there, there would be less of a reason for people to pervert the value of a morph because it, you couldn't attach anything other than your own personal like mm-hmm. to it. Yeah, and and I mean, you know? I think that's that's fair to say. And really, I mean, that's what we should be asking ourselves. And and I mean, you could get a new project and be all excited about it because it's new for you, and realize really quick that this is not a project that you're excited or that's going to be a long term project for you. And I mean, yeah. I think we all go through that. We've all had projects where we're thinking, "Oh, this is a cool animal," and then you get it, and you're like. Uh, no, it kind of craps on me all the time and it's really defensive and, you know, I, I don't enjoy it as much as I thought I would and it always hides. I never see it, you know, so there's lots of reasons for, for getting out of a morph or, or a project in general, you know. I think yeah. there's a lot of ties that way. So as long as you're responsible about it and you're not just dumping animals or freezing them off when they get, you know, when they when their value drops or something, you know, that's that's a little sketchy. And I think if anybody's in the morph game, they know how to play it by now. You know, they're not 
they're not yeah. buying the low end morphs that nobody wants and you know they kind of know what combinations people are excited about and so you know it's it's like that never ending quest it's like playing pokemon you can get the latest morph and and keep up on the new combos and stuff like that and that's that's fine for some people not fine for chuck not necessarily fine for me either you know it's like but yeah. but you you know it's i think it can I, I think well, but I don't think that, it's I don't think it's fine for Cam either because he here he is trying to show animals at the zoo that people need to appreciate mm-hmm. because they have you know the, for the conservation value for just the the fact that you know we live in concrete jungles and people don't uh, don't interface and appreciate nature and they don't care about it because they it doesn't touch their life and here he is trying to yeah. show that and people are like oh well. This isn't fucking scaleless. I don't like it. You know, like, like what? Weird. Yeah, but but what? I would say like, so, I would say people like that are are probably not going to get extensive collections or or I mean, and if that's what they appreciate, okay, good for them. You know, as long as it's for the right reason, as long as they appreciate that animal and understand it's not just a piece of art and they need to keep it properly and things. I think that's when it goes. Uh, you know, towards your side is when they start neglecting the animals. If they don't care to look at something, I mean, that's one person. I mean, there's a lot of idiots out there. Like, you know, well, yeah, but, like, but but I mean, so one I think in this example, no, 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 I get it. Yeah. But 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 in this example, you know, this is a, this was a person. Whatever the whatever the you know what whatever the the reason is is be but essentially at the core it was this animal is not flashy enough i'm used to seeing flashy animals i only care about the flashy animals when really it should be the less flashy animals do the same cool shit as the flashy animals do you know and yeah I, 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 you know, I think you're losing some appreciation, which I think was maybe some part of Cam's whole point is, you know, here I am spending my time trying to get people interested in the things these animals do and the cool behaviors and the hist- natural history of them. And I can't because these dingleberries are only focused on the fact that the thing's not bright orange or, you know, doesn't have all of its you know well i would say that's probably 75 percent of the people that go through the reptile house couldn't give a crap unless they're like fighting or eating something or you know entertain me that attitude is very rampant and people that really have a a genuine interest in reptiles that's that's going to happen whether or not they're morphs whether whether or not they they're you know ugly or whatever you know they they're going to appreciate them for what they are and if they have a mutation you know that makes them look a little more flashy great but if they don't oh well that's fine too you know i think it just you know there's there's lots of people and there's lots of attitudes and and those kind of things can change too you know maybe that person down the road is driving you know out in the outback and they see a wild bearded dragon they're like oh that is actually pretty cool like i i didn't see it at first because it was camouflaged and then it got all you know feisty and it's put out its beard and its beard turned bright, you know, dark black and it looks really cool, you know. So there's a lot of reasons why people appreciate things. And, you know, I, I trying to think like I think 
the morph game is really appealing from the excitement and almost like the you know like you're a day trader or something you're trying to you it's know, the instant it's the, the instant gratification yeah yeah, yeah. it's, it's and, and it's, it's kind of it's, that game it's like the social of, media what am I fix or, yeah what am i going to produce yeah. or, and, and it's that's and i think you know as you kind of get over that excitement or realize that it's you know it's just a lot of fluff you know you're like Okay, but I mean, to some people, that's their whole livelihood. You know, that's what they're and and they, you know, they they still enjoy it and still appreciate the animals and still take good care of them, like Justin Kabilka. You know, that's that's uh, yeah. and and that's that's okay too. You know, I I uh, I mean, it, it is hard to maintain that year in and year out. I'm sure, like that's that's got to be a challenge to produce the latest and greatest, but. Um, I don't know. I don't have it in me, but I don't. I don't fault Kabilka for for doing that kind of thing. And you know, I, I mean, there's there's been a lot of morph carpets, but it hasn't done the same thing as as the ball pythons. You know, people aren't right. people aren't diving into carpets just for the morphs. And so I, I think, and and I think people are realizing that. And you know, they're the the morphs are a little more reasonably priced. Maybe uh, I mean the the hypo is still pretty pricey, but I don't know. It's it's a very complex thing, and I don't think there's like one solid answer. Like morphs good, morphs bad, you know that kind of thing. So we need to see the nuance and appreciate, you know, the the good points of them as you know, as well as be aware of the. I just don't think. I just don't think any species that doesn't have a morph is worse off for it. Yeah, I mean, I can we admit, agree, can we agree, I, I agree there? And I, I will admit, is if somebody comes up to the table and goes, well, what morph is that? I just want to smack them and go, it doesn't, yeah. uh, there's no morph. It's just, this is what they yeah. look like, you, you know? Sorry, dude, you just got to appreciate yeah. nature. Yeah, I yeah. just need to make something yeah. up. Like, oh, this is the cherry rosehead morph, you know? Like, okay. Yeah, but you don't want to be the guy who started the cherry <laughs> rosehead morph. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, but you know, and and I mean, for my own breeding projects, I'll, I'll like my uh, wheat belt Stimpsons. Like I produced a clutch this yeah. year that I bred um, a couple holdbacks together that were had a little more striping than than usual, and I'm excited about the babies that have all this cool striping on them. You know, like I get geeked out by that. So. You know, am yeah. I a bad person? I don't, I don't think so. I no, mean, but that's not morphine. That's not morphine. That's not morphine. Sure it is. It's a deviation I don't, from I, normal. What they typically look like. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but that's that's like. I mean, technically, I, that would be unfair. Now, now, now you're start, now you're starting into the tiki tacky of this whole. But thing. I mean, I would I would say uh, the jungles that we have is striping a normal is is striping a normal thing that happens in nature. Yeah, yes. but so is albinism. Do so you, is azanthism. Yes, but do yeah. you see? Do you see? albinistic populations of snakes um certain places so the answer is no the answer is no there's a population of albino squirrels in like uh washington dc park like i saw those running around there's also some melanistics running around. that's just because you know it's kind of it's interesting i don't know why they they are localized there i haven't seen populations in other places maybe they're protected from predators because there's so many people walking around but yeah, I mean, so there's, so there's, you know, there's. I, I don't know if they, if you know, like the the moth thing where the all the 
trees are black, and so all the moths start turning from silver to black, you know, to as an, an ad- adaptation to survive. You know, what if an albino all of a sudden is uh, has an adaptive advantage? Are you going to poo-poo it then, or is it only worth something if it has a selective advantage in nature? I'm not going to. I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm not going to poo-poo it unless a whole fucking bunch of them turn albino <laughs> and start just taken over because that's their they become the dominant the the dominant phenotype yeah. because that's what works there there are some but, uh, populations of toads that have you know albinism quite commonly seen in in nature you know so it depends on the species but you're right i mean normally that that would be picked off pretty quick but Thank you. That's all I wanted was an acknowledgement of the facts. Well, Blondie was found, that that original uh, albino Darwin, I think that was found as an adult, wasn't it? Or was it younger? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know that. I I was going to say, Blondie's still touring too, man. Mm, That's crazy. So. (laughs) I was thinking, never mind. Never mind. The singer and not the. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. You went with it well. That was good. That was good. Um good stuff so yeah i mean look i i i get it i i i get i get what you're saying i don't you know i don't i don't hate morphs i don't think they're like the worst thing that ever happened but i just think that it you know if we're gonna sit here and acknowledge the role that they play uh we have to be you know we have to be honest with with the with the damage that they do perception wise uh and you know it's easy to be like well fucking who cares you know who cares what damage morphs do we're destroying the planet yep true totally true but it doesn't make the fact that we idolize morphs it, it doesn't make you know uh any better or worse right like it's it's just you know i think that i think that it, it matters. It's not going to go away. You know, people, Morser, it's just how fucking people are wired. They want the unique thing. Mm-hmm. They want the, the weird thing. They don't want, oh, that, that doesn't look like anything in nature. Oh, I want that. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy looking. I want that. Oh, fuck, that falls off the perch whenever it tries to move. I love that, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Fucking does loop de loops. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, it uh, it it does look nice though. <laughs> so, I mean, have, did you not? Have, if you like, der- did you not if have you like a, derpy herbs? Did you not have a jaguar? I did. I had I had a oh. I had a couple of jaguars until None I got one purge, that you know what I mean. Oh my god! I had, had one that was bad. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So I got one. It came in, uh, Nick. Uh, so it was when oh, I got my inlands yeah. and I got a bunch of stuff. And, and Nick was like, "Hey, I have this. I have this jag. It's pretty neuro." He's like, "If you want it, I'll totally send it to you." And I'm like, "Yeah, dude, too yeah. cool." And then I got to see it, and I was like, "Oh, this is really <laughs> fucking sad, dude." Yeah. I remember so, seeing. Yeah, I didn't like that. That was my one of Sean Christians like that. that was like the father of a lot of the jags in the country, and it was. 
it was falling off the bridge. You'd hear a big thud and like, what was that? Yeah. Oh, that's just what's his name falling off the bridge. Like, yeah. Oh man, yeah. that's sad. Yeah. But he, he yeah. ate fine and he bred fine yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's just, like, but, but it just goes, yeah. it goes to an ethical, you know, to me, it's like, there's a, there's an ethical piece to that. Yeah. And, and it's kind of like, I don't, you know, yeah, yeah. you can. Ethics are going you can the, like Jags. If your ethics are going yeah, out the you, window as a as a morph breeder, that's probably a sign you're you're not doing it right. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. I, I just I'm like it's it's kind of like I have no problem with morphs, but when it's like you you know you kind of have to like be like yeah, it's totally twacked out, and you know it it falls off and does all this stuff that. Uh, the average person would be like appalled to see like, Oh my God, that thing's suffering. Well, how do you know that if you have to have that argument? Like, well, you don't know how that animal's feeling because it's, it's, it's got so it's got issues. Then, you know, like maybe you're crossing into a line where it's like, I don't know, you know, yeah, you know, you know, yeah. When you know, you know, you know, yeah. Cause you kind of know, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh man, sorry. I'm or you never know. Trying to smack a fly. I know. The, <laughs> I know that thing has so been has been be, has been besting you for our, everyone. Like everyone in this fight has just heard like <laughs> I just like, random. I just hit him direct on, and he just crawled away, like flew away, like what? The he just grabbed your finger and was like, "Not today, Julander." Pushed you off and flew off. Exactly. He's like. The morph of the flies. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, well, he's got Ar- he's got Arnold Schwarzenegger's head on him. Oh, not today, Julanda. Exactly. So yeah, I mean, I guess in 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 closing, I would say you know just keep. It- oh, I got him. Just keep in mind. <laughs> <laughs> he landed on my head. After all oh, that, uh, oh my god, times. that was hilarious. <laughs> Just, uh, I wish you all could see what I saw. Keep, keep, keep anyway. Yes, continue. Okay. Go. Yes, uh, you were saying. Um, yes, you know, please do. Keep in mind, you know, kind of where morphs fit in, and and you know, appreciate the animals for the, what they are, and you know, just because they're a morph doesn't mean they they are something very different or, or special or better than, you know, the, the wild types. And they might have a bigger price tag affixed to them, but that will likely fall and fairly quickly. So, you know, keep that in mind if you're looking into buying morphs and things like that. But, um, I don't know, enjoy them. I mean, we talked about this with hybrids or hybrids less than, or, or, you know, and, and I think, you know, we can, you can appreciate a snake regardless of its uh, genotype or phenotype or, you know, species or, or cross thereof. And, and, you know, bottom line is most of the stuff we keep in captivity is never going to be, you know, a candidate for repopulation in the wild. So as long as you enjoy it and you care about it and you'll, you'll pay attention to it for the life of the animal, I think that's fine. I mean, get what, get what you're excited about and what you're uh, excited about over the long term. If you stop being excited about it, Find it a better home. Find somebody that will be excited about it. You know, if that means losing your investment <laughs> in huge air quotes, um, you know, that's okay too. Huge. You know, the, the 
the main thing is that we focus on the quality of life of the animal, not on the value of the animal or the rarity of the animal, you know, because, you know, when it all comes down to it, if the economy tanks, they're all going to be worth the same amount anyway. <laughs> they're going to be a snake mm-hmm. in a box that you got to feed, you know. And so, you know, just keep that in mind. I think as long as you have a, a healthy perspective on what a morph is, then, you know, more power to you. What say ye? Any closing? You already made your closing statement. You're ranting. I just you're angry. Ranting. No, it's fine. It's you know. Come on, God. I guess I gave you the right side, didn't I? Yeah, you did. You you allowed my inner anger, Chuck, to come out. And hey, that's what the people want to see. Is lava, lava spewing down the angry mountain. You're like, damn you, morphs. Damn you. What's his name? Lewis Black. You're the Lewis Black of the yeah, like Lewis Black of, of of carpet python morphs. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that's an apt that's an apt description. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, look, man. You know, I just you know do do what makes you happy. Do what you do what you love. It, you know, if 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 amorphous blows your skirt up, then then blow your skirt up. Uh, that's cool. But you know, I mean, the things that are important. Um, you know, the 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 snakes that we like, they they you know, yeah. You tell them, Ruby, <laughs> that that you know they they have habitat, they have a place that they're from. You know, there's ecology, um, there's husbandry and natural history, and all of these other you know important aspects to keeping the snakes and and reptiles that we love. And I think that. You know, more than anything, should be the forefront of people's attention and focus. And if if a morph is taking away from that rather than informing it, then it's not a healthy it's not a healthy situation. Yeah. And and people you know people are free to do whatever they want. And if it blows your skirt up, like I said, go for it. But you know, don't 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 make blind unconscious decisions. Uh, think about, you know, think about, uh, think about the deeper, you know, reason why we, we like and why we find these things important. And if all you care about is flashy snakes and that's what all you then do that, I guess, I don't know, (laughs) but you'll probably get a through a shoe thrown at you when you get on my lawn. That's all. (laughs) Well said, well put. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Admittedly, I'm I'm flipping through the uh, morph section, the carpet book, book right yeah. now. Yeah, see, and and you know, I nothing's screaming to me. Get back into morphs. Like I I look at them and I'm yeah. like, I can appreciate that looks cool or that that looks nice, but nothing that I can't do without. So I I think I'm past my point of morph excitement, and I just kind of want to work with the the wild type or the. I or mean that Flinders that nice looking animal. That oh. Flinders on the cover that's, makes me like, oh my god, that's insane! Yeah, you can't, you can't every on time that. I look yeah. at it, every single time I look at yeah. it, and it's it's. I get you the know. same way when I see uh, Brettles as well. I love looking at yeah. Brettles, or a, I mean, a nice coastal. You know, all the the guys over in Australia are posting all these pictures of uh, uh, their coastal carpets they found, and you know all the different things they're they're yep. finding. I'm like. 
those look phenomenal. That looks really cool. And most people would go, eh, it's just a coastal. It's like, ah, you're missing it. You're missing the boat, you know. So, but that's an in situ coastal. Thank you very exactly. much. Exactly, and I'm going to have to sit on the porch with you and throw shoes as well because I I do like the wild type. I will keep all my old shoes. We will have a fucking pile, <laughs> and we can just tag people going by. It'll be awesome. There you go. All right. Well, this is. I think. I hopefully uh, this is kind of what you had in mind, Cam. You can you can correct us if if we miss the boat or, you know, and I, I, I don't know. I say, let that girl have her little opinions and be afraid of the spiky bearded dragon. Like, I mean, she probably won't last long in this hobby and, you know, good riddance if she decides to leave, but hopefully she changes and she realizes the uh, value of the wild types and, and can appreciate the animals for what they are and not just for their paint jobs or their reduction in scales or whatever the crap she cares about in her little bearded dragon. Or maybe she's just attached to her pet and she thinks everything should look like her pet. You know, I don't know. Um, I guess something take off your shoe and hit her upside the head. <laughs> Just have a shoe ready. Have a shoe ready. <laughs> a, shoe, a shoe with a ready. <laughs> I don't know if you'll keep your job, but hey, you know, it'll be fun. Just whomping them over the it, head. <laughs> It might be a it might be a bad short term strategy, but I'm just giving you options. Okay, please do not hold us financially responsible if you decide to throw a shoe at said person. All right, well, um, thanks to the folks at NPR, Eric, you're you're the man. I'm uh, Owen. You're also a man. <laughs> uh, uh, a married a man. Married man, congratulations, Owen. I guess it's been a couple, what, a month or two now. Yeah, so it's old half yeah. for him now. He's a pro now. Uh, yeah, he should he should be well on his way to Little Mac and Wookies. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> Papa. <laughs> yeah, that's that's good. Yep. That's good. All right, well, um, check out Morelli Python Radio Network and all their great podcasts. They've, they've had some uh, good stuff. It's been a little slow uh, since they went on vacation, but I think things should pick up a little bit, you know, once Eric gets back. And um, I'm trying to think what I've listened to recently. Oh, I, I got into um, Phil and... Uh, oh, my gosh, my... Nipper? Brain, not, no, Phil and Nipper haven't put out something. I did listen to one of theirs recently, or maybe that. No, it was when. Oh, Phil Leitz. Phil, Phil Leitz. Leitz. Yep. And and uh, oh, I'm terrible. Oh, he's got a wild name. Uh, It'll come to me. Give me a second. Yeah. Um, but their podcast on the Animals at Home Network. Uh, Roy. Yeah, yeah. Roy. Roy. Yep. Yeah. Um, cool guys. So I got to be on their their show, and so that should that should be out at some point so listen for that but yeah there i was trying to figure out where their show was and finally i i realized you know because every time i'd search for it animals at home network would come up and then i'm like oh it's because they're on that network and every third week it's their show so yeah i listened to their episode with phil maybe that's why people can't find yeah. us <laughs> maybe so i listened to their episode with phil tremper and and i uh, really enjoyed that discussion phil does a lot of good stuff with some cool geckos and things so um really interesting and then they also talked to uh our old buddy ralph 
uh, not Ralph. Gosh dang it. Ralph what is wrong with me? <laughs> anyway. Oh my God, that was so good. Freaking heck. I, I'm, I'm too tired. <laughs> um, I need to go to bed, I guess. But um, anyway, check out their podcast. I meant to say Ron. <laughs> Ron St. Pierre. Ron St. Pierre. Of course, yeah. Okay. How dare you? Ron Ron is so offended right oh, now yeah. if he's listening. Oh, my God. And if he is listening, God forgive there us. There you go. Well, what did you call Justin Kabilka? Let's <laughs> Dave. I'm pretty sure Dave Justin. Kabilka. Yeah. No, it was Brian. <laughs> yeah, I bet, Brian. I bet he appreciates that one, too. <laughs> oh, boy. I we're, don't think he we're, listens. Uh, we're on one today, I guess. We are on, but one yeah, today. those that's uh, fair. The um, Phil and Roy do a, a great job, and and I would recommend yeah. the Animals at Home Network and their podcast is Herpeticulture uh, Project Herpeticulture. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Project Herpeticulture. Cool stuff. Um, I yeah, I uh, I think the uh, there's no, nah, there's a lot of good stuff out there. Check it out. Listen to Morelia Python's Radio Network. And check out their social media and such. And you can find me at australianaddiction.com. You can see uh, the info for ordering books. If you want to order a book, let me know. We still have a few copies of the more complete Carpet Python out freshly within the last couple weeks. And uh, it's uh, pretty good if I can't say can Say so myself. You cannot say it yourself. I cannot Aha! say anything myself, apparently. No. Okay, with that, let's get the crap out. Oh, wait, you better say where you're from. I don't know. Do you want to? Oh, where am I from? Where are you from? Indiana? I'm, oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, Indianapolis, Indiana. The Hoosier State, home of the Indianapolis 500, <laughs> the Indiana Pacers, and the Indianapolis Colts. Look for Chuck in who Indiana. Are, who are struggling. No, don't find, you will not find me in Indiana. You will not. Where will they find you? Sadly, no. You can find me on Instagram at Chuck Norris Wins and on Facebook at Chuck Poland. Um, yeah. Cool. Well, it's been another episode. Thanks for uh, listening, and we'll catch you next week. Stay the fuck off my lawn. Wait,